That's Stack Some Cash. Welcome to the second to last episode of this fantasy season. With uh, sadness and excitement, we bring you the second to last installment of the Fantasy Millionaires for the 2020 football season. What's going on, Mr. Stacks? You know, I'm doing well. Last week, I stacked up some victories. I finally beat Bo McBig Time. Shout out, one of the best in the biz. 87% head-to-head rate, and a lot of those have been racked up against me. And a lot of his losses, the 13% in there, have been me as well. So, you know, really excited to, to beat him finally. Uh, you know, it, I'm excited also that I'm facing you today. Sneak peek, guys. I'm absorbing, or the this show, the Fancy Millionaires, is absorbing the DFS Money Shot podcast late in the I'm going to go head-to-head against my boy Cash over there. First time all year we've done it. We've waited until the end of the year. Championship weekend is the boys' weekend. We're going to spend Sunday together in a COVID-free environment, in a safe place with masks on, watching the game, gambling our asses off. I cannot wait for that. Uh, so I'm doing great, man. I, I'm super excited. This is like the best month of the season, honestly. Like I just get, you know, I get heavy bone with it all season long. But right now it's at full throb, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, today's the day after Inauguration Day, the 21st. Yesterday was uh, the transition of power that we do here in our country. And uh, that was that was a good day yesterday, too. So that was everything went off well. Um, were you affected at all by the inauguration? You know, I, I definitely was. Um, I'm not going to lie and say I was not. It was powerful to see uh, an exchange of power after a tumultuous four years and after a tumultuous couple of weeks, particularly in that same spot. And so I love the symbolism of that, that spot being taken back by the people. Uh, and, uh, you know, the will of the people was done in our country. Let's just be honest, you know, between you and me, um, I don't have a, a dog in the fight. I'm not a Trumper. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat either. You know, I'm an independent person. If you haven't noticed, Scott steps to his own rhythm. You know, I got my own thing that I think about. I can definitely say that transitioning peacefully from one administration to another uh, in, in a safe context without any violence is, is to be praised. And you know what? We take it for granted. We live in this country. It's an amazing yep. country. Uh, we take it for granted. Uh, every generation, we need to understand anew what it means to be a patriot. And it doesn't mean you're a nationalist. Patriot and nationalist are two different things. If you're a patriot, you care about the overall good of everybody in your country. You don't demonize anybody in your country. You love your country. You see yourself as one of everybody in this country. Uh, nationalism is when you separate yourself and you say, my country is better than you, and it's better without you, and it's better because of me. That's not life. That's not reality. So I I'm a patriot. I think we, we really all are are Americans if we're here now. And uh, what I want to see is unity. That's that's my goal. And I think we're on the right path, I believe, nonviolent path towards unity, you know. And so uh, also having the first woman, African-American slash Asian, um, you know, female vice president, holy moly. Like I, I had my daughter watch and uh, you always tell her the glass ceiling can be broken, but now we showed it to her. 
You know, I think that's what I love is that demonstration of power. So shout out Kamala Harris. I didn't vote for you, but I'm so glad that you are making this stride, that you're crushing it for ladies everywhere. I love ladies. I love this. So yeah, that's my diatribe on the election. How about you? How, how did you go through the day and process all that good stuff? So, you know, this show's apolitical. Uh, I myself am apolitical. I, I really don't try and involve myself too much in politics. Uh, there's nobody I, you know, really feel aligned with. I wasn't really expecting to feel anything during the inauguration. I wasn't even gonna watch it. My dad was like, oh, Lady Gaga's crushing it. You should put it on. So I was like, all right, well, let me check it out. And then Amanda Gorman. Oh. What's that? I was saying the Mockingjay, you know, her little, um, her insignia. Uh, yeah, I, yeah I, I wasn't paying attention too much to wardrobe. In fact, I missed her performance. I didn't turn on until after. But uh, when Amanda Gorman gave that poem, you know, she mm. was the poet. I, I unexpectedly, I started getting a lump in my throat, started getting mm. misty in the eyes, and I had to choke it back like like a man. You know, couldn't <laughs> couldn't allow myself to feel the moment completely. You know, I had to hold on. But I was I was surprised, and 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 then the rest of the day was like this beautiful moment. You know, I was like talked about with my wife and then afterwards I was just like looking out you know at my pond behind my house and the clouds were coming and I felt all this hope it was it, it, it you know it was a really cool feeling where I haven't had it in a while for yeah. the country I felt hope and um so it was a beautiful day and then at night I was like oh let me let me turn on Fox News and see what they're talking about and uh <laughs> Uh, I forgot how scared I'm supposed to be right now. <laughs> I watched about 15 minutes of Tucker Carlson and was reminded how scary everything is in this moment. And, uh, you know, and then I was like, I, I got to turn this off. And then today I, I, uh, I, I, I did a Tony Robbins seminar and that got me back, got me back to how I, like I was that. feeling yesterday. So See, what's so funny is uh, I told my wife back at it again. I saw a clip of, of Fox News talking about Hunter Biden's laptop is out there, folks. Like there's there's a guy who can talk to us about it coming up soon. And I'm thinking, man, like, is this really entertaining for half the country? Like, do people get jazzed for this? Because, like, it just seems kind of trite and stupid to me, honestly. And it seems like it's verging. Like, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I tried I, I went in with my little Fox News session kind of like as a scientist. I, I said, I'm going to watch it. The, I'm going to watch the commercials. You know, they were retirement, uh, uh, testosterone booster. Like I was paying attention to the whole, you know, is what, what, is, what, is, what, is, what does like commercials are what drive everything. So what, right. what, what, what is driving all of this? And then the content. And when I was watching it, I, you know, I was like, wow, you know, they really, they want everyone to be afraid. And then after watching it for a while, I did start to get afraid. It started working. Like, we started saying things about, like, the Democrats are going to make it so uh, you can't discipline your kids in school coming up next. Like, I was like, I was like oh, my gosh. I was like, I got to turn this off, man. I got, I, I'm in a good mood. Uh, I got to get out of this mindset. So, 
Uh, that's that's too much. No, you know, I try not to allow myself to to take in too much media just in general. Um, I like I like little short snippets on Twitter or long form stories of kind of what's going on. So I've just been trying to get away from politics and get back into fantasy because, you know, when you have a riot that we did and we had a, a terrorist riot, folks, I really don't don't care your, what your perspective on it is if you think it's different than it. it was a terrorist right you watch all the videos from all the perspectives there are people getting tortured there are people getting trampled to death there are people uh you know assaulting uh, stealing uh you know trying to sell secrets to russia it was terrible you know it was terrible so I, i'm just i glad that two weeks ago that is behind us and i'm hoping we can all settle down uh, hu- Humanize each other, Republican, Democrat, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, everybody, woman, man, transgender, uh, you know, cisgender, whatever it is. We, we need to humanize each other, you know, and I think it starts with football. Honestly, I've made more friends through fantasy football. I've made more friends through a silly game where you're competing and you see the result. You, I mean, sometimes there's cheating and sometimes there's refs and deflated balls and people and whatever. But in general, you get an outcome. There's a who's the best. I love it. There's a, a finality in sports that I think is nice in our society. And so, you know, we can escape this weekend into a hell of a weekend, man. I, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm super jazzed. I, I went on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network the other night, and I got to talk to some friends, Errol and Speedy, and I was just getting hyped for, for this mm-hmm. weekend. Just thinking about, you know, game one is Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. Like, that's game one. That's game yeah. one, you know? Yeah. And so just, I mean, it, it is, you know, my, 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 my tits are hard. If you saw them this week or today on Twitter, you know, you're not getting people asking for the whole thing. You're not getting the whole thing, man. Come on, get out of here. We, know? we, you know, we came up with our segment because we did think that the Patriots were going to be more competitive than they ended up being. But New England Baywatch, we're, we're getting, you know, we're getting the, the Baywatch portion. The Baywatch you is know, here. If you were, if you were going to design, uh, you know, according to the fantasy millionaires, the the AFC NFC championship games, you would have done uh, uh, Chiefs versus Cam, and yeah, uh, you know, uh, either Breeze versus uh, Tom, or and we already got to see that, or um, Aaron Rodgers versus Tom. You know, so it, it. I mean, and as you've been watching football all season, these are the four best teams. These are the teams that that deserve to be there. The Bucks have uh, come back and really been able to play a very Tom Brady influence brand of football. And they had, they just have a bunch of pieces on that team. So I'm so excited. I'm so excited for this weekend. Um, do you think it's going to be a state farm Super Bowl? Um, you know, I don't actually think it's going to be a state farm super bowl we can talk about our picks a little bit later uh you know but i i'll give you a tease i think uh somebody puts on a belt at the end and somebody doesn't you know and so uh i i have my super bowl predictor we can talk about it today who we think is going to win the super bowl a little bit uh, kind of be at the end of our transition out of fantasy and into the dfs kind of experience um but I, i'll tell you what i do like this weekend um i like a classic matchup of of some offenses. There's some defensive players on both sides, but uh, you, you have a running game for Tampa Bay that can get the job done. You have Aaron 
fucking Rogers, who is you know probably going to be the Jeopardy host eventually when it's all said and done. He's awesome. You know, he he is the MVP. I expect him to throw for three touchdowns this week. Uh, I expect Leonard Fournette to get a touchdown this week. Uh, I also expect Josh Allen to go buck nutty this week too. So th- there's just so many different uh, things to get into and talk about. Where do you want to start, my friend? Where would you like to take a bite out of? Um, well, I'll tell you this. Uh, it is sad that the season is coming to an end, but one of the things I'm looking forward to is not seeing those damn State Farm commercials. So I'm very tired of the State Farm commercials. The haircut I ones don't, the I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't like how they have these two separate commercials and then, the, the, you know, Aaron's got his two, Patrick's got his two. And the premise is they don't understand that there's no special rate because they're football players. And then they have to get told again that there's no special rate. You have to tell Aaron while he's, um, you know, playing with some ball with his dog. And then you have to tell him when you're golfing with him. And then you have to tell Patrick Mahomes while he's playing a sack toss. And then you have to tell Patrick Mahomes while, Patrick Mahomes while he's getting his hair cut. And I'm very, very tired of those commercials. I can't wait for that to be over. I am looking forward to not seeing State Farm commercials. There's a question. You you think they're going to stop? They're just going to keep running them. I won't be watching, so that's all that matters. I have to watch the programming that's on, so they can keep running it, but I'm not going to be putting my Three games left for you to to feel the burn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand that, and you know what? I'll say this much. Why do they have to be told twice? Like I don't know. You you already – these guys are smart guys. Right. and, and, And you have to tell them two on two separate occasions. That that's evidence that they have CTE. It's not a good look. It's not a good look for the league. You're showing you're showing them that there's cognitive decline. Like right. the NFL should be against this. They get one commercial where they learn about it. They don't need to be reminded because that means they have brain damage. Right. Why isn't Tom Brady in the commercial? Faith points out that Tom Brady's a dreamboat. Wouldn't, wouldn't you like to have Tom Brady in more commercials? Personally, uh, I would put Giselle in there. I mean, put his whole family in there. They're all beautiful people. You know, I, I don't want to see Patrick Mahomes. No offense to him. I like Aaron Rodgers a little more. I, I like it in those commercials. I don't think he likes doing them. And so when he throws the ball really hard that one time, I could just see that him being like, man, fuck these commercials. You know what I mean? Just he doesn't like it either. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, he seems like he enjoys, especially the haircut commercial, which I hate the most. He's like, look at all these guys who look exactly kind of different like me, and they all have the same. And he's like, sorry, guys, you don't have to get the haircut. Aren't you implicitly saying that your haircut sucks? If, if you, you know what I hate about that commercial? You know what I hate about that commercial? Yeah, they're all jo- he's jo- yeah he, he he they're all like joning on his hair like it sucks. And then the guy with the State Farm. Looks just like spoken, he has the same haircut. Right. He's always had it. So I, it, it rings me out. <laughs> no, it's it's like a mind fuck. I don't, I'm not into any. That's yeah. my yeah. favorite one. I'm with you. Get it's rid of that. Chinese commercial. torture device, that commercial. 
just looking at each one of those guys too, because they're all like bizarro world versions of, of Patrick Mahomes, you know? And it's just yeah, why, why, why does Patrick Mahomes hang out with like his little like uh Doppelgangers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know those little like dolls Russian where they fit into one another? It's like five of them. Like, what kind of weirdo are you? Like, this is how you roll around town with your your little version, your medium version, your large version, and you. That's some yeah. weird stuff, dude. No, it's too weird. And uh, I want to see more Tom Brady, more Josh Allen. Um, yeah, th- those are the commercials that I'd like to see. The other quarterbacks, honestly. Um, so but you know, per- personally, my, my favorite commercial out of all of the commercials, if you can think of all the different commercials, is when you're watching NBC, and I have this on my computer, I don't know where I'm watching the feed from, it just has a green NBC thing, and it goes, doon, 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 and it does it for like 30 seconds. It's the most annoying thing ever. I don't know if anyone else has it. I don't have network. I media. think that's your, your pirate connection. That's my pirating skills, yeah. yeah. It's the only thing that bothers me is that because i'll just it just doesn't go away it doesn't it just keeps haunting me for minutes so yeah i'll take that over state farm well you know i I like seeing aaron Rodgers. he's he's sexy by the way uh yeah not not portending anything to to you know later on the show but uh i'm gonna be talking about aaron Rodgers when we talk we've got dfs as we transition from kind of you know what we think that's gonna happen in the game to what's gonna happen on on the cash side of it in our head-to-head aaron there will be aaron Rodgers. let me just put that way you know to off the break So yeah, oh. no, I'm, gonna tell you, I'm, I'm revealing my hand a little bit, teasing the toast. Oh. I say, yeah. Um, what what do you think about this game? How do you think this game plays out? There's a. I'll give you the Vegas line right now. Uh, you know, the Green Bay Packers are favored by three and a half points, three and a hook, twenty seven implied, seven twenty seven and a half implied points, uh, and you know the lovely Tampa Bay Bucks are at twenty four implied points. That's a that's a bit, that's only a three point difference, really. Uh, which is home field advantage. So it's a pretty even matchup. Vegas kind of has it. Where do you see the advantages in the team and break down kind of how you see this game going? All right. So uh, Tampa Bay won in week six, uh, 38 to 10, and just smoked the Packers. Uh, That game was a weird game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers really just had a meltdown. They took a 10-0 lead, and then Aaron Rodgers just uh, – he throws a, a pick six to Jamel Dean. And after that, uh, they just were getting so much pressure on him that, uh, you know, he throws another interception, and he's just he, – he, 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 that, that was his worst game of the season. Um, for me – uh, I'm personally of the opinion that this is going to be a good game. I yeah. do think, uh, I do think, uh, I'm I'm still trying to decide how I want to bet it. Um, because of that three and a half point differential, I don't like it. Uh, I could see nasty. Green Bay. I, I, you know, who's going to win? I'll take Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, I, I I think that they're going to win the game. I think both of these teams are uh, much different than than when they faced each other in week six. But I think that the difference is that both teams have improved a ton. But the Packers haven't lost in 
it'll be two months tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, they are, they, they have figured it out. They are, they are, uh, I, I can't wait to see who they face in the Super Bowl. And I don't know who I would pick in that game. Um, I'm, I, I think the Packers win this game. The spread, it makes me a little bit nervous. The way I could see the game going is the Packers getting a lead, uh, the Bucks fighting back, and maybe getting getting a, 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 a touchdown or a field goal or something that brings them back to within that point spread. Um, but I do think that – Aaron Rodgers is gonna light him up. So uh, I was, I was, he was, he was. He, uh, when you know, when I was picking my quarterback for our head to head, I I was switching back between uh, him and Josh Allen. So um, I, I I do think Aaron Rodgers has a really good game. So I, I, that's how I think that game's gonna go. What about you? Yeah, you know, I, I went back and looked at the the film of or the, just the game tape of that, you know, little breakdown, um, fifteen minute video of the game, and Aaron Rodgers was cruising. He was cruising until he threw those picks, and I think what you saw was one of his meltdowns, you know, behaviorally mm-hmm. and a- attitude. I mean, I think we were on the phone. And I remember watching that game and being like, "Look what he's doing! Like he's angry at everybody else. Like he's he's not." He's not controlling himself. He's blaming other people. He's frustrated. You can just tell his body language and how he does it. And here's the truth. Uh, quarterbacks, to a degree, are the alphas. They're the people who are most successful. They get what they want. They're the best. And he is one of the top five in the last 10 years. You know, he is a Hall of He's one of the best ever, you know. And that little cruel smile that came on his face before he threw the touchdown last week, oh, man, it was so epic. He looked around. And he smiled at the safety like Satan. He kept looking around, smiled at him again. This guy is on another level. And so when he doesn't perform, that that ego that he has really does take a, a bruising. It's hard. Like he's built himself so up that he it's hard for him to come down. So I mean, if I'm if I'm uh the Bucks, the game plan for me is I'm running the football with Ronald Jones and with Leonard Fournette. I'm doing both. I'm going boom, 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 pounding them both. Uh, you know, and uh I'm also not going to be throwing Tom Brady 40 times. That's not how you win this game. You're not going to win doing that. That's what I think. So uh, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I want to go down the field and score touchdowns, go down the field, score touchdowns, because that's going to make it so that, that Tom Brady can get out of his game plan of running the football, controlling the clock, kind of, you know, being – Tom Brady's not a shootout quarterback. That's not who he is. Aaron Rodgers is. You want a shootout? Aaron will give you a shootout. He's got weapons, man. Tanyan or Tanyan, uh, he, he's got uh, like 11 touchdowns this year. As, as a wide receiver slash tight end hybrid, he's been ridiculous out of the slot. So there's just so many weapons that I, I think that that's what Green Bay has to do. They have to speed up the game. They got to just kind of keep moving, going quickly. I know they're not a super fast pace of play team, but just you know, keep the Bucs on their heels. And I think the Bucs got to slow the game down and, and put Tom Brady in the red zone with Gronk. With with Chris Godwin, uh, you know, and Mike Evans too. You've got three great weapons right there, and and over the top, you got a little sneaky Scotty Miller if Antonio Brown doesn't go. So it's going to be a great game. I can see it being 27, 24, 31, 28. Uh, and so I, yeah, I'm not keen to bet that hook either. That hook's just like a rake. It's just crushes mm-hmm. from the back end. I don't want mm-hmm. any of that. Uh, but I will I will take the Packers as well, and I wouldn't be surprised if they win by a touchdown. 
Uh, I, I love Aaron Rodgers, by the way. I've been all over him this year. I've been talking about him all year. Like I, I, I didn't draft him, but I love him. And so I really hope he crushes this week. He's he's my guy overall. Uh, he, he is not the best value on the slate, though. If you're going to go uh, quarterback, it is going to be your man Josh Allen just because the upside that he has is uh, with his rushing touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers has one in him, too, here and there. He got one last week, but uh, Josh Allen has one every week. There's a little bit of a difference. So um, that's kind of my breakdown. Any Anything you disagree with or anything you want to, you know, clap back as the as the young people say these days no no clap back uh i'll just echo what you're saying about aaron Rodgers. Uh, he he is he is sort of establishing he's not the goat there's no you know he's not the goat but um mm, there's there's something there's a way to sort of there's a way to sort of make an argument for him to be the goat in that uh, he's not, you can't make the argument. I mean, I think Peyton Manning was pretty similar, but I, if you're going to say the, the smartest, most comprehensive understanding of what's happening on a football field that's ever played the game at the position of quarterback, I think there's a lot of evidence that it's Aaron Rodgers, and I just can't see them losing this game. And honestly, uh, it, I, I I I could see them doing it, doing the whole damn thing because he, I mean, you just see him doing so many different things that are just unbelievable. Like you said, I mean, like mocking a safety. You know, if, if there if there is twelve men on the field, you're short, dog. Right. Like you better run your ass off the field. I mean, he catches them every single time. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he it, he gets free plays all the time. He's manipulating the defense. It doesn't matter. The Rams have a the 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 Bucks are not as good as the Rams on defense, and he right. just smoked. He smoked them. Yeah. I mean, so uh, uh, to me, I'll probably, when I make the bet, I'll bet that I'm going to end up betting Packers plus three and a half. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So this might be a good one to take the over at 51 and a half. I think that's where I might be leaning. That way I'm rooting for a blowout and, uh, you know, thinking that Aaron Rodgers is going to shoot. Maybe Tom Brady shoots on the back end. Um, uh, Tom Brady is DFS doo-doo at the bottom of the, the price scale. So maybe you're going to be differentiating yourself with some doo-doo. I'm not going to go for Tom Brady this week. I'm just, I'm not. I know he's played in the cold. I know he's good in the playoffs, um, but I'm not going to, I think Aaron Rodgers is better. Like you said, I think Aaron Rodgers is better. And it, this is the thing about Aaron Rodgers. He gets to the line real fast. They do a, a hurry up and then they do a dissecting. So what he does is what you said, he keeps players on the field longer than they should be. He makes people get caught in changes as they come back on and off field because they're tired because they're winded because he's getting them up to the line right away. And he's got the base package of, you know, three wide receivers, a tight end, and, you know, Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams in the back. And what he does from there is he looks around and he goes, is it man or is it zone? First thing he does, he runs a motion. That's, by the way, if you don't understand how football works, here's how it works. Every quarterback gets up the line of scrimmage. First thing they do, they run a motion to see what kind of zone is it. Is it a cover two? Is it a deep zone? Is it a shell? Is it man-to-man? Are they running a one man on, on one person? So he might run a couple people to see. Uh, and then after that, Aaron Rodgers just goes, that's the guy I'm going to pick on right now. And then he gets Devontae Adams free or Lazard free on the seam, and he just 
right there to him. He looks away at the other people too. He looks away and then he gives it right where he wants to go. It's uh, it, 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 no, it's it's ridiculous. The thing too is that in that week six game, um, they were blitzing him a bunch and they were having success doing it. Uh, call that game an anomaly because yeah. Yeah. he uh, he has been the best since that game at dealing with the blitz. Uh, yeah. he statistically he's the best quarterback. So it's just like, there's nothing you, that you can really do. The only thing that you're going to be able to do is just hang. Yeah. And I think the bucks could hang. I, I do think that there's, um, I, 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 yeah, I think the ground game will keep them in the game. And I think Tom Brady has a great game. I'm, I'm, I'm totally excited. So I'm with you, man. Yeah, excellent. Well, let, let's tackle this second game. We got good news that Patrick Mahomes is in. He's practicing. Uh, it Great was not God. a concussed head. I, I loved how the announcers tried to be like, well, you see his head putting pulled down there, the slope of it. What we don't understand is, and no, his head just went like this. It did not whiplash. It did not. He didn't shake his skull from, from the back to the front. He just went down, and the guy was choking him. And you can see it. We talked about it. Um, we, we talked about why he was so wobbly when he got up. He got he got sleepered. Somebody knocked him out, and then he tried to get up, and he was just his 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 artery his his vagus artery in here had been collapsed. You know what I mean? He'd been he'd been suffocated to a degree, and he passed out. It happens all the time. MMA happens to him regularly, where they get that choke out. So uh, they do get a little bit cobwebby, but he's not concussed. That's the good thing, which means he should be back full steam, ready to go. Um, so this game, I think, is going to shoot as well, by the way. I think this is another game. It's up at 50 right now. You you picked it at 56 and a hook, right? Is that, Am I right from, from that? That's what I thought it would be. 56 and a hook. Right now, uh, I'll do a little screen sure because, you know, I like interacting with the, with the, uh, the information here. Uh, we're, we're working with uh, – a little bit under 56 and a half. We're at 54, but this game could get to 57 easy. Like I think this game uh, really does shoot out. I, I don't. Dude, I, 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 you know. So far, the Bills have been costing me money in the playoffs because I uh, keep waiting for just the explosion. And again, I'm baffled that Vegas comes out and does a 50. For an an over under, you yeah. know, a, a, a fifty point total. So yeah, it got bet up. Yeah, right. Uh, because everybody thinks that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm here. I mean, here's what's so interesting about that game too is Buffalo has just has just gone. We are a hundred percent abandoning the run. Yeah. And we are going to use Josh Allen uh, in just exclusively with what he's take advantage of all his capabilities and and have him create plays. And, you know, here they are in the AFC championship game. Uh, I don't see how this game doesn't shoot because you uh you have the chiefs they just they shoot that's what they do and yeah. um i think that those teams are one and two for points um so it's an odd uh it's an odd total that that both of these teams that are just so high scoring and um 
you, you know, both give up the deep ball. So yeah. I, I, I don't see how this game doesn't just have so many bang, bang, just beautiful long passes and touchdowns and, and just flavor, dude. I'm so excited for this one. Yeah, no, me too. Uh, I, I see this game as as the potential for Josh Allen to come out really as as a star quarterback in the league. He's up against Mahomes, and you know when you play against another quarterback, you're never on the field at the same time. It's but it's your body of work in that game, your performance in that game gets measured against their performance, QB rating, touchdowns, all those things, interceptions. Drew Brees was outplayed by our boy Tom Brady, even though Tom Brady didn't play that great last week. He he had a, a poor passing percentage. You know, it, it wasn't what you normally see. He completed 13 passes. So, uh, but he won. And he didn't throw interceptions and he didn't turn the ball over. And so, you know, in, in this matchup, it comes down to me for Josh Allen. Is he going to turn the ball over or not? That's what's going to be the determining factor in this. Is he going to throw those touchdowns to Diggs, Gabriel Davis, you know, John Brown's coming on as well. Uh, or, or is he going to turn the ball over? Is he going to fumble the football? You know, I, I think he's kind of passed it. Honestly, I don't think uh, the Ravens game was a good indicator. We kind of talked about it in the wrap up. It was so fucking windy. Holy mm -hmm. shit. Was me. Mm -hmm. Excuse my cusses to the kids, as Denny would say. Um, but you get your kids off the. They should be in bed anyway. Um, but seriously, it, it was terrible. You could you could see how inaccurate he was. He was one of the most accurate quarterbacks this year. He was up over seventy percent. He had never been up that high in his career in in any form. So uh, you know, you see Josh Allen. Uh, I don't think it, the winds are going to be whipping in KC. I think it's going to be a real shootout. And I think at the end of the day, I think the Bills come out on top. I just don't I, – I, I, and I think that for me, it's not because um, the Chiefs are terrible or anything like that. But I don't think the Chiefs have faced uh, the Bills at their best. I think in week six when they faced them, you know, Josh Allen was not – didn't have his groove fully yet. He was getting there, but he wasn't fully there yet. Uh, now I think he is one of the top four quarterbacks in, in the playoffs. You know, and, and he won his first two matchups – uh, that game against the Colts was a great game. He performed really well. You know, he had three touchdowns. Uh, he was the man. So I think he can do that again. I'm not really scared of, of uh, you know, of Casey's defense. And here's why. Because there's more weapons. Uh, you know, John Brown coming back is a big, big deal. He's a game changer. He is fast. You know, he's a really good wide receiver. And so I know Cole Beasley uh, didn't do anything last week, but hopefully he gets a little more healthy and he's able to contribute underneath. Uh, they can pick him apart, too. I think both of these offenses are going to outperform the defenses. I think it's going to be uh, a shootout situation. And I think at the end, for my money, I'm going to go on the Bills as a little bit of an upset. So, you know, I'll take the points, you know, and in that matchup, it, you know, it's a three and a half. It's a three point match. So I'll, I got the points there. I'd like the hook, but, you know, I don't have it. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm right there with you. Uh, I totally see a how the bills end up beating the chiefs but to me it's a huge upset if that happens oh yeah because I'm I mean, for, yeah. for josh allen to knock patrick mahomes out of the playoffs is uh who who would have saw that coming at the beginning of this year i mean, I mean it yeah yeah, it was doing well last week at the end. I mean, if, if if things had broken the way, Baker Mayfield almost did it. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's because they didn't have Mahomes in there. Of course. You know? I mean, if if Mahomes kept playing, that game wouldn't have been what it was. So uh, I, to me, 
you know, I, I guess what, where I've sort of made up my mind is that uh, these teams also fa- faced each other in week six. So both these teams faced each other in week six. Chiefs win that game. Um, and the Chiefs, if you don't count that week 17 just give up game versus the Chargers, they, yeah. they also have not lost in it'll be two months since tomorrow. So to me, I look at – you know, we're, you really have to sort of look at trends now, you know, because this is where you're getting them. You, you have a massive amount of data and what you're seeing with Green Bay and what, you, what you're seeing with the Chiefs is that week in, week out, it doesn't matter who they play. They figure it out. And I can't see for me. Oh, I know. I can see. I can see. I, I don't I don't think I'm going to bet. uh I don't think I'm going to bet the number. I, I, I think I'm going to bet the total. Yeah. Um, but I, if I, if I'm, I, I'm, I'm way less confident. Yeah. Uh, I do think Josh Allen is the truth. And I, I, here's what's cool, man. I, I you know, I'm excited for any combination of, of what the Super Bowl would be. I would love to see Josh Allen get to the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. But I, I love, I love, I'm a Mahomey, dude. I would be right in there getting that haircut behind those guys and be like, "Yo, I like this joint. What's the problem, dude?" Right. I mean, I'm 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 all about Patrick Mahomes. I think he's um, he, I mean, he, right now he's on pace to be the greatest. Court. I mean, he's on pace to be the goat. He 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 is showing, you know, everything. No tendencies here. Yes, he is showing everything that 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 says I'm going to be the goat and, and including his poise, uh, yeah. his leadership. And I just think all of that makes a difference. So to me, I'm going to bet that I'm going to bet that that doesn't stop in this game. And that if Josh Allen does do it, it's a major upset in my mind. And I think in everyone's mind. Yeah. I, I'm calling the upset partly to differentiate, but partly because, you know, if, it's it's probably like a twenty percent chance that that happens, twenty five percent chance maybe. I don't know uh, that that happens. And Vegas thinks it's a little closer since it's basically a pick 'em at three points. Mm-hmm. But maybe the Vegas is saying it. You know, uh, right now uh, this, the sixty one percent of the money is on the Chiefs. So you know that that is showing you it's a sixty forty kind of money split. Uh, I'm, I'm so I'm not totally out on a limb with Buffalo. Um, I just think they their defense is a little bit better than Kansas City's defense in my mind. They they haven't been healthy all year. They've been getting more healthy, um, and so you saw what they did against you know Lamar. They were ferocious. You know, like they, they, even though it was windy, they were they were all over him. And so he did not run for you know seventy five touchdowns against them. You know, and so I, I do think the Bills have a little bit of of like underdog. They don't have much. I mean, they have something to lose, obviously, but there's more pressure on the Chiefs. So uh, I just I have a tingle. I have a tingle. I'm not going to be betting. Dude, I hear you. The thing is, is that what Josh Allen is doing, and if he wins this game, um, the Chiefs paid the wrong quarterback five hundred million dollars. Like he he if he wins this game, I think he's establishing himself as you know right there or you know, and, and maybe better is Patrick Mahomes. He's going to have to outplay Patrick Mahomes to win this game. And I think he's capable of it, you know, but I mean, that's what happens in football. You know, there's, um, there's wind, there's bad calls by the ref. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, you, we, you don't know. These two teams are the – I mean, to me, this is the – I don't know, actually, because Aaron Rodgers is playing so good. Um, but – and this is what usually happens when we get together, and, and this is why we love getting together every year and watching these two games together is because – this to me probably is going to be more exciting than the Super Bowl. This game, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's going to be, you know, like that Chiefs Patriots game a few oh. years ago, where it was just like, oh, this is so fun watching this game. I think that this game will be like that game, as long as Josh Allen doesn't fold, which he's not showing. He's not showing any signs that he's going to do that. I mean, that what what happened in this off season with his accuracy. He has everything that you want in a quarterback. I mean, he's Cam Newton. Uh, I mean, he's just as big, you know. He's just as he's just as tough. Like he just runs straight into linebackers. Doesn't care. Yeah. But out of all the quarterbacks, he's got the strongest arm. He can literally throw the ball. I think eighty yards. I mean, I think Josh Allen could throw it from end zone to end zone if he just got a running start and chucked it. Well, you know what? So, he's got he's got you know Stefan Diggs, who is one of the top three wide receivers in the league this right. year. He is ridiculous, and so right. uh, that's what that's what gives me a little bit of a hope. There is that that dude is can catch those eighty yard bombs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's the guy mm-hmm. uh, who can get by anybody who is unguardable. You know, him and Devon mm-hmm. Adams showed up last week. You know, they really did. Uh, Devon mm-hmm. Adams have as big a game as Diggs. But man, Diggs was just in fuego, man. And I love that guy coming out of Maryland. I'm a Terp too. So shout out Stefan Diggs. I got you in my lineup again. I, oh, peeling back. I'm peeling back. I got you in my lineup for the DFS money shot. I, I think I think he's a great play this week. I, I love Stefan Diggs. Every oh, week. I got I got him in mind too. So I'm interested for the big reveal because uh I I'm banking on Diggs and Allen this week. And I do think that it really does come down to Josh Allen dealing with the moment of this. And I, I don't see why he's not. I just, at the end of the day, I just think the Chiefs will make more plays because yeah. of There's Patrick Mahomes. To me, he's a better quarterback. And um, But there's so many things about Josh Allen that are, are really cool. And the way his accuracy just – evolved from like like a miraculously from last year to this year he's you know he worked on his mechanics they've been talking about it all season he's been working at this and now he is one of the most lethal people with the ball in his hand because of all the things that he can do so yeah no i, I like it well let's do that so here's the thing I, I, i'll talk about is there anything else we want to talk about uh, about these games before we jump into the the fantasy football dfs portion of this uh, program nope nope I, I think it's great so basically here's our picks I, i'm picking the bills to upset the chiefs or at least to cover at least to cover right I, I'm, I'm you know i'm not i'm not big i might bet 25 bucks on that all right i like the over in that game particularly i like the over in the other game as well and I am, if I'm betting, I'm leaning. Uh, I don't like the hook. I'm waiting for that hook to drop. If it can, I want the three points. But I'll take I'll take the hook if I have to for the pack. I can see that backdoor cover sucking. You know what I mean? Just a late touchdown, an onside kick that doesn't work. You got a three-point win, kneel down, something like that. Um, 
But, yeah, I think I'm going to go pack in the Super Bowl against the Bills, and I'm going Aaron Rodgers for the whole shabazzy. That's what, that's what I'm picking, the pack to win it all. Who do you got winning it all? Uh, I don't know yet. I got to see which team is going to face, but I, I think it's going to be a State Farm Super Bowl. So just more stupid State Farm commercials. Hashtag we should mock them and make our own State Farm commercial and then send it to them and uh, tell them how stupid their commercials are. That'd, mm-hmm. that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be an idea. Over here, fancy millionaires. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if it happens. I doubt it, but I'm down, you know? Yeah. I'm down. I can get a haircut. <laughs> I just want the NFL to get involved and just say, listen, you're degrading your product. You're degrading your product. Come on. You you can't have these guys just keep forgetting that they don't get a special rate. It's not good. No, and I bet you they do get a special rate. Oh, I'm sure they're liars. I think that's kind of the joke. They're like, dude, it's all all a big lie. Now I get a special rate. Well, so let me talk about what I'm going to do now. So normally the DFS Money Shot is a different podcast. It's not incorporated into this podcast. But, uh, you know, two birds, one stone. This is my guy, Mike Collins. We're here every week at least together for an hour or so. And so I thought, why not put this in here, save my wife some time on Saturday, save you some time on Saturday as well to be with your family. So what we do is we go head-to-head here on the DFS Money Shot. It's a DraftKings me and Mike are doing a $25 contest. What we're going to do is we're going to go pick by pick and kind of reveal who we picked, why we kind of picked them. We've already revealed a few of the players, uh, and we'll kind of break down uh, who has the advantage as we go. Bo will weigh in if he's still here in the in the chat about who he thinks is going to win. He always likes to give the odds. So welcome, Mike. You're the guest number 18, I believe, on the DFS Money Shot. I'm so glad that you could join me this season, brother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he already gave the odds. Minus 50 for Collins. So no, I'm, I'm out of the gate. Favored. Yeah. I, we haven't Smart. picked teams yet. I don't, I don't, I'm yeah. confused. He's already. That's favored. what Vegas said. Yeah, he's, oh. he doesn't need to see the teams. It's already minus 50 Collins. So we'll son see if there's an update based on the lineups. This son of a bitch guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. This guy. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's let's Smart. go let's go into the the QBs here. I already talked about my guy Aaron Rodgers. I've got Aaron Rodgers. You have Josh Allen. Uh, talk about his upside, particularly you know we we mentioned, it, but on the ground, what do you expect from him? Is he getting a one touchdown rushing game? Is he going to grab two? How are you hoping to cash in this week? You know, I think he has big plays. You know, uh, like I said, I think this game is going to be the the most exciting game. Maybe I'm, for me, I'm thinking of the season. I think this game is going to be a lot of back and forth. So statistically, he's just going to have everything you want. And then, uh, you know, they've just shown that they're not going to run the ball. So it's it's Josh Allen time. Um to me, he's he's got the most upside. Uh, he's, you know, over the course of this season, uh, you know, for fantasy purposes, it's been Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen. You know, I think Aaron Rodgers ended up, you know, depending on how you scored things in your league or whatever. I mean, they're they're neck and neck. So, yeah. uh, to me, Josh Allen is got got the most upside. So I, I went with Josh Allen, but I was debating between him and Aaron Rodgers. That, that, that was, it was a tough call. Yeah, no, I, I like that. And uh, you know, for, for my money, Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers are both up there as 
really great values this week. I, I think Josh Allen is a better uh, CEO. He's got a better, higher ceiling. Um, but I think that Aaron Rodgers has a pretty safe floor. Two touchdowns, at least mm-hmm. 150 yards. He could get a rushing touchdown, which I would love. So, um, you know, we're going to stack attack. So we'll get back into the stacks in a little bit. Let's look at our running backs. So I actually do think we've differentiated here a little bit. Uh, I went with Leonard Fournette. You went with Ronald Jones. Talk about what you see in in, in Jones this week that kind of has you pivoting away from where most of the people are on Fournette. So, yeah, it's a leverage play. Uh, it, you know, from what we've seen, playoff Lenny is the play. You know, if you're reading and you're listening to different people, um, you know, a lot of people are saying lock for your lineup this weekend. Uh, I I think Ronald Jones is – he's going to get the ball. And he, he was injured last week. He still got the ball, did well when he got the ball. And he's the more explosive of the two running backs. So um, I expect him to uh, be – just as much a part of that game as Leonard Fournette. I think I think they're hoping that Ronald Jones plays like he has throughout this season. Ronald Jones really surprised me this year. I did not expect him to be I, – I, I never I, – I guess I just didn't pay attention to him that much last year. Uh, but he just looks so explosive. So yeah. I, I, I – to me – He's the better running back. Even though I was this big Leonard Fournette guy all year long, I think Leonard Fournette um, is going to be heavily involved, but I, it's a leverage play, and I got to save a little money. So, you know, you did. You got me for, you know, 700, which I'm sure you allocated to stab me a little bit later. I, I like playoff Lenny, as they say, um, particularly because he catches balls out of the backfield. Brady, when he's under pressure, like bump the ball. So, honestly, whoever's in, when he's getting pressured, if, if it's more of a passing play, you know, you know, whoever's going to be in there is going to get it. I think Fournette uh, also has a little bit more goal line upside, particularly. But Rojo is going to break the long one. You're right, and he is going to get playing time. He'll get he'll get time. He'll be in there. I think it's a really good play, and I think it's a good pivot because if you don't get it, I I'm going to get it. You know, and so that's mm-hmm. it's a fulcrum in this matchup to watch for sure. So uh, I like it. The comments are blowing up. We've got lots of people in here, um, you know, g- giving us you know uh, what they think. Uh, Bo says he's going to run to the nunnery. That's hilarious. Uh, by the way, Brad, I'm not drinking this year until the next football season comes around in September. Your boy's trying to lose a little weight, live it a little longer, you know, and uh, so I'm getting in shape, doing some exercising, putting away the beers. I'll be back. Beers love me. I love beers. Back of my phone, it says, I love beer. It's there. I'm not forgetting about it. I'm a home brewer, man. I've been, been drinking beers for a long time. So and it's not gone. Just gone for now because I'm trying to not be a fat bastard. Um, well, I, I like that play. Let's take a look at the next RB selection. I've got Darrell Williams. You've got Devin Singletary. Speaking of the non-existent running game, uh, both of these plays are, are priced down under 5K. All Both your RBs are, but talk to me about Singletary. Uh, is this just an upside potential here? Because he really hasn't been getting volume, uh, and that's what we're looking for sometimes. But but anyway, what do you think? So when I was designing this portion of my lineup, uh, it's slim pickings now for your running backs. You know, I mean, to me, I have Josh Allen, so – uh, it's kind of like a safety valve. It, I, I'm I'm just trying to beat you. Uh, 
I, I will throw. The, I am going to use this lineup elsewhere, but this was this was designed to get more points than you because if Josh Allen gets down there and then they hand the ball off, I get points. So you do, you do, uh, it's kind of yeah, it's to cover my Josh Allen, uh, you know, red zone opportunities. And then if he throws him a pass, I'm gold. So if he throws him a TD, now nah, it's gold. true. Your goal, that's true. Uh, you know, I went with with Jarrell Williams here. Uh, I'm not sure if CEH is going to play in this game still. I'm not sold on that yet. And you saw what happened last week. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is not really involved in the offense anymore. And and it's surprising. Yeah. You know, I'm not that he can't or he won't, but it didn't look like when you need four yards, five yards, six yards, Williams is in there. He was getting the ball. You know, you need someone to put the shoulder pads down and get you a yard. He's the back, you know. And so um, it's somebody at 48. I'm kind of risking a little bit there, too. Not risking, but it's he, he played well last week. It doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be all that, you know, involved this week. We'll see. But hopefully he he does get some touches. That's my my thinking there. Um, let's take a look at – oh, I'm going to reveal our first ones are the same. We've got Devontae Adams. Uh, this is almost a no-brainer. It's a lock for a lot of lineups. Um, what have you noticed about him and this week that you you know want him in your lineup, even though he's the most you know heavily priced uh, player on the board, except for Travis Kelsey this week? I mean, his his floor is so safe. Uh, it, it, there's no way Devontae Adams doesn't score a touchdown in this game. Amen. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 he's the he's the safest floor out of all the wide receivers. I mean. Um, you know, at the beginning of this season, you know, we were hyping up Michael Thomas and he had just about as good of a year as Thomas did last year. I mean, he, when they get you saw what happened in the last game where they've been doing stuff like that all season with him. When they get down around the goal line, they have invincible Devontae Adams plays. They're yeah. invincible. There's nothing that they can do. And I'll bet that they run one or two invincible Devontae Adams. Yeah, I, I think he's a two-touchdown guy this week, too. Oh, yeah, me too. I, I love him. And, you know, he's still a deal at 8,000. It's still such yeah. a value. And so I, I, you got to have him in your lap. I, I'm just going to rubber stamp everything you said there. I loved it. Um, those Devontae Adams plays are ridiculous. Um, let's talk about the next player. I have the aforementioned Stefan Maryland Terrapin Diggs. Mike's a Maryland Terrapin, too, by the way. Shout out, Maryland. Uh, Maryland's strong. We got a lot of great people in Maryland. We got Denny Carter. We got Matt Hicks. You know, we, we've got, uh, you know, Johnny Cakes all, but we've got a bunch of Maryland fancy football radio guys, uh, you know, in the area. You know, we're killing it. We're crushing it. Uh, I shout think out Johnny Maryland. Cakes went to UMBC, but. Well, okay, okay. It, part yeah. of the Maryland family. Let's just be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, a little I, different football team. But. I think he went to Towson, honestly. I'm just talking. Yeah, about, that's right. He went to yeah. Towson. Yeah. Folks in this area generally, you know what I mean? So, but is is Denny a Terp? I don't even know if Denny is a Terp, is he? I don't know. I don't I even know. know. Uh, well, anyway, I, I love Stefan Diggs this week. I know you love him later because I'm not going to spoil anything, but um, I just did. Uh, Stefan Diggs is a target monster. He's getting double-digit targets every single game, and he is a precise route runner. He gets open. He gets open in the zone. He gets open over the top. And he gets open on the on the you know uh, the fifteen twenty yard outs that he runs. I love him this week. He's got potential to get two touchdowns as well. You know, he's my next guy. I think could get two touchdowns, and so I want him. He's got a great uh, ceiling as well this week. What do you think about Diggs? 
Well, I'm starting them in my flex. So <laughs> I 100% agree with you. Uh, I, I think Devontae Adams and Stephon Diggs have the safest floors uh, out of all the wide receivers. So I have no problem with their price tags. And I, I, Stefan Diggs is, it's going to be interesting to see where he goes in season long fantasy next year, because there's no reason to see why this isn't going to go away. He's, he's unguardable. It doesn't matter who, who he's being guarded by. And he's not, you know, he's he's not facing the stiffest competition with Traverius Ward. He, I, I just, I, the, the, one of the reasons why I think this game is going to be such a shootout is, is because I think Diggs goes off. Um, and uh, yeah. So I, 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 I mean, he's, he's, he's just, he's a must start in, yeah. in, in this scenario. So. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And, and let's talk about Chris Godwin. Uh, he will not be up against Jair Alexander. You know, he will be run out of the slot primarily. Uh, you right. know, they scheme to get him the ball. Um, I'm not sure about Antonio Brown, if he's going to be uh, active. He's been you know dealing with some injury issues. But uh, if he's not, that boosts Godwin a little bit as well. Scotty Miller gets a little bump as well down at 3,400. Um, but I do like this Godwin play. Uh, why did you go with Godwin in your lineup? I mean, Godwin last week had a bad week because he didn't hold on to that beautiful catch that he made in the end zone. You know, he, he would have he would have still had, uh, you know, 15, 16, 17 points, whatever it would have been in, in DraftKings. Um, it, it, he, he is becoming, uh, uh, you know, someone that Tom Brady is consistently looking for when that offense needs to score points. And, yeah, the – the interesting thing is going to be who Jair Alexander covers because it, he should be covering Antonio Brown. Um, but because of the knee injury, I think that probably it won't matter. I think that they're going to use Jair Alexander on Mike Evans and Jair Alexander We've talked about it on the show. I've been telling people all year long, all right, this is why I don't like this matchup. And it's always wow. because Jair Alexander, he, I, I think over the course of the season, um, he's going to end up being ranked the highest, uh, the highest best graded corner in the league. So he, he is, yeah, I think he's the primo corner yep. in, in the national football league. So, Paid, by the way, if we got paid for every time you name drop Jair Alexander on our show, we would just be like rich because yeah. he is dominant and he gets mentioned because he gets the, the shutdown situations on the, the wide receiver ones on the other side of the ball. That helps Aaron Rodgers a bunch. It's part of their scheme. You know, it's it's right. yeah, it's really important. I, I think Mike Evans is going to be who they're going to go up against. I mean, he's the biggest, most physical guy he runs on the outside that's who i would be putting him on yeah i, yeah. Would. I mean because you've got a banged up antonio brown yeah and i think if you don't deal with mike evans and mike evans is going to have a big game yeah. so i i just think you know by process of elimination uh who's going to score the passing touchdowns chris godwin and 
Um, and I believe he does. I believe Tom Brady has a decent game, and I think he's going to have a decent game because Chris Godwin's going to have a great game. Yeah. No, I love it. All right, let's jump down to our wide receiver three. We've got a lot of money spent so far. Quarterbacks, pay up wide receivers. You know, you paid down a little bit. Uh, ooh, you've got Tyreek Hill. That is sexy. Yeah. Uh, sexy. Talk, talk about your trio here. Look at this. Devontae yeah. Adams, Chris Godwin, Tyreek Hill. It's, it's, your running backs are a little gross, but, I mean, your wide receivers. Win are- heavy bone. Win heavy bone with the wide receivers because it's, it's the playoffs, man. You yeah. know? Um, it's going to be sexiness where, you know, I sexed up the lineup with some sexy guys. I think the big struggle on everyone's mind, you know, with, with only having, you know, four teams to choose from, is it Tyree kill or is it Travis Kelsey? And, um, I, I went Tyree kill. Uh, I think Travis Kelsey is going to have a great game and, uh, he, guess what? He's priced higher than Tyree kill. So, uh, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the value with Tyreek Hill at at 7,200 versus Kelsey, um, and you know if Tyreek Hill goes off, I'm gonna beat you. So yeah, the end. I'm gonna win if Tyreek Hill goes off, unless you, you have him in your flex. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I, I I do not. I've got Scotty Miller because of the Antonio Brown situation. I think he's just a, a PPR monster uh, waiting to happen. Get you over 15 points this week if there's no AB. We'll see if it happens. You know, um, you've got the Tunyon Funyon. I didn't. I went with Kelsey. Um, he he just is. Uh, he's a wide receiver one on that team. Is what he is. And Tyree Kill is is a wide receiver one on the team too. Um, I love Travis Kelsey to score this week. You know, I think he's another guy who's got that two touchdown upside. Uh, and I think that he's going to be right around that hundred yard mark that he always gets. He gets you the hundred yard bonus. I got those three extra points that are come back to get you. So I, I really do like Kelsey this week. Tyreek Hill is priced down. Um, and uh, you'll see why I like Travis Kelsey in, in my flex. And we, we can, we can reveal the flex uh, in a second, but before I do that, any, any thoughts on, on, Kelsey, that I didn't cover or you didn't cover earlier uh, before you pivot to Tunyon? So I was getting ready to do a Kelsey um, Dawson Knox uh, double stack tight end on you, you know, Mm -hmm. because I think Dawson Knox has a a big game. And then I just did the math. I said, okay, uh, who's going to score more? Tyreek Hill and Robert Tunyon or Travis Kelsey and Dawson Knox. And I just think the safer move is, is Tyree kill. I mean, he, he, if he has a bad game, he still gets 20 points. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Bo is joining on my running back. I, I, and I agree, uh, but he, he's my third running back because I, I think that he's going to have some big running plays in this game. He, I, Ian Hartsett's put out that great tweet earlier in the week where he was talking about uh, just look how good this guy is when they're running the ball with him. And it was, you know, over the course of the season, all these big, huge plays. So um, Tyreek Hill, to me, uh, is going to have a monster game one way or the other. His floor is safe. And then Tunyon is just – He's cheap. Real cheap. He he gets 10 points every game. He just gets 10 points every game. So that's all I need. I just need 10 points out of my tight end, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bo, Bo is chiding you and saying you know, he'd rather have AJ Dillon or Jamal. Well, Mike only has thirty six hundred, bro. He spent all his money, so obviously, you know that that would make him have to shuffle the deck. So, 
Um, I, I I like the play a lot, and I considered it, and I had him in my lineup when I when I had Tyree Kill in as well, and I, I pivoted to to my next play because. Uh, speaking of guys who run the football, um, my my flex is not a running back, but he gets you a rushing touchdown, and that's Miko Hardman. Um, Miko Hardman is playoff football to me, man. He's speed, he's danger, he's a jet sweep away from a touchdown. Almost, you know, he gets two or three of those a game. Uh, I love Miko Hardman, and so at four thousand, you know, I thought Tyree Kill and uh, Miko Hardman or Kelsey and Miko Hardman. And so I went with Kelsey and Miko. I just thought that was a little bit more, it was a little more expensive, but it, the variance in the positioning on the field and where their targets come from and all that, it gave me uh, just a little bit of a, a you know, a, a slant in that direction. I can't compete against Diggs though. Like that's saying I do yeah. have Diggs. So, you know, basically I'm crossing your Diggs out. Um, our Adams are crossing out. So it's going to be Godwin and Tyree Kill are your Antonian versus Kelsey, Miller, and Hardman. And so mm-hmm. we've got the same game. You're looking for Godwin. I'm looking for Miller. Where We've got the same game here with Tyree Kill. I'm looking for Kelsey and Hardman. You've got a little bit of skin in, in the game over there with Tunyon that I do not have. Uh, sadly, when we come down to the defenses, they're both the same. So no differentiation there. So we have the running back situation and then the quarterback situation. So this is going to be a good game. I, I, I love it. But what do you think now? you got the full – spectrum of of the teams here uh well, where are you learning or leaning in this give us the odds sir bo mcbig time yeah who's gonna win where where do you think this game goes uh who you know he's he's talking with ap in the chat they're having their own show in the chat i'm feeling confident i'm not gonna lie i i yeah. I, I i i think scotty miller puts me i i like my team i i i mean i got some heavy hitters uh, in the wide receiver department on my team. Mm. Minus 17, it comes yeah. in. It comes in. That's the line. You can bet that line. Anybody's PayPal or Venmo that I know, I, I you know, let, let them know that the, the line has been set. I'm going to take the points. I'll take the points. I, I think I can win this game. Uh, you know, you, you never know who's going to retire. Last game, Michael Thomas retired right in the middle of the game. You had no clue, you know. Um, so, uh, Bo, Bo says 152 to 135, Mike. Well, you know what? I, I love it. Let's see what happens. I think Lenny can get me two touchdowns as well. So um, Definitely the, the Lenny-Jones uh, thing is also crucial in our matchup. So Yeah, we have that pivot point as well. All right, thanks for coming on the DFS Money Shot, bro. That is how we do it. This is you know, waiting all year for you to be on. Uh, and – I'm going to smoke you. I'm going to smoke you. You're going to pay me $25. I I will not. Um, But anyway, uh, next segment of our show is one of our favorites. It's a a classic three-tweeter. I'm going to pull up the one I sent you. I I hope it's still around. Um, I'm going to look in in our DMs here. Um, It might have been deleted. I don't know. It looks like it might have been because I sent it to you uh, a while ago. Oh no, here it is. Okay, good. So this is this is real. Um, this is it says the the maggot the shedding magma maggoteers today. This is just one of the funniest things I've ever seen. So sit back and oh, enjoy. Yeah. I got, I got you're gonna love mine. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! If you see this, please save us. <laughs> Yeah. I don't even see our American flag anymore. Mine is talking with some kind of crazy flag. 
This is America. This is our land. Your tears are so yummy and sweet. Please, President Trump. Please, please. I hope you have a plan. God, please save us. Save us from the devil, please. Oh my God. Oh my God. Panic attack. <laughs> this is our country. Our country. This is awful. God, please save us, please. Yummy, yummy, guys. Dude, if you that, that was awesome. If you don't know uh, that episode of South Park, uh, that is, I think, Todd Henneman or Todd something. Uh, he he made Eric Cartman eat some of his pubes in a chili he made in the beginning of the episode. So Eric Cartman devises a plan to get his parents killed. Then he makes chili out of them and serves them to that guy. And so he eats his tears as he finds out that he's eaten his parents. So it's one of the funniest episodes of South Park ever. And to, to splice it with that woman praying to God for Trump, I mean, it just, I, I was like, I got to show Mike. You know, he's going to love it. So uh, that, know, that, was, awesome. that was my three tweets. Uh, where should yeah, I go? They, uh... I, hold on, I just want to make a comment that uh, there were people, and I'm sure she was one of them, that really did believe that during the inauguration, Trump was going to come out and arrest all the pedos. <laughs> he was going to come out and place Biden and everyone else under arrest. So I'm sure... People who think that way, which I think that woman does, are just in a state of disarray. So I also have, uh, turns out, a Donald Trump tweet. Um, I have, yeah, I, 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 my, if I win, I have another Donald Trump tweet. Uh, so go to mine. It's Josiah Johnson. Which which one of the now, two? That, the one you see right there. The, oh, the, um, the two guys, the two okay. homies. So let me talk about it first before I, we get it all set up. So this video is just pretty much uh, hilarious. You got these two ice cold bros. They're in their car, um, you know, just looking smooth, thugged out, got their chains on, uh, nice ride. And they happen to pull up next to some, you know, white, dude trumpers that got a trump flag uh coming off the top of their car and so this is what they decide to do and oh and the tweet says this is how uh biden and kamala harris are rolling up to the white house by josiah johnson he is hilarious oh, i love him okay yeah. here we go Fuck down trump they got the windows down and you see the trumpers in the background like they look over they don't really know what to say they make a little comment and these dudes are just grooving to oh, the fuck donald trump song I, I that, was, that was perfect listen uh you know i i'm gonna give this one to you because 
you know, I never thought we could get uh, fuck Donald Trump on our podcast, but you know, we're a political, we're a it's just a funny tweet. These are three tweets. We don't control three tweets. They control us. So, you know, let, let's go to your next one here. Um, it is know. also related to uh, the 45th president of the – now, wait, go back. Let me read it first. Oh, yeah. Uh, a little bit of context. So this is Josiah Johnson again. And so, um, you know, uh, President Trump on his way out, he pardoned a bunch of people, including little Wayne. And this tweet by Josiah Johnson says – go back real quick. Let me see it. Uh, when R, this tweet says, when R. Kelly found out Trump was pardoning Little Wayne, and this clip is from The Last Dance. This is Isaiah Thomas. Uh, so this is when R. Kelly finds out that Trump pardoned Little Wayne. Okay. So Little Wayne got the pardon. And- yeah, Little Wayne got the pardon, and this is R. R. Kelly's reaction to it. I don't know what went into that process. I met the criteria to be selected, but I wasn't. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Listen, I, you know, I think we're both winners tonight. So I'm just going to throw my, my tweet out here because I think it's it's fun to be me. You know, I'm not going to lie. Uh, you know, earlier today, my girl Nina put her boobies on Twitter, you know, in her bikini. Just was like, I need my boobies on Twitter. And I said, yeah, so do I. So, you know, uh, I, I just, we, we were going to do an episode with our shirts off this year. It didn't happen. But, you know, there you go. Yeah, there's your boy. All his sexiness there. Uh, you know, the, uh, the the OnlyFans account starts soon. I'll let you guys know. I got lots of dudes in my DMs now, you know, obviously. Um, so, you know, shout out all the three tweets this year. They've been perfect. They've been hilarious. I think my favorite tweet was that guy who talked to trains. That was hilarious. We might have to rerun the best of three tweets next week. Go back and look at our, our DMs, which have been. Yeah, just- yeah, maybe maybe that's what we'll do on the last show. So we have one more show two weeks from tonight uh, before Super Bowl. We will be doing uh, one last show to do a Super Bowl talk and wrap up. And maybe we will throw on a little extra of, uh, you know, a little extra on the bone with our, you know, the top, top. Uh, hitters from three tweets over the year. I think that's a good idea. I think it'd be hilarious. And we'll know for sure who's going to be in the Super Bowl uh, then, and we'll be able to talk about the Super Bowl. Uh, if, if, our, if our picks don't go through, uh, it, which is fine, uh, we'll have a new set of, of who's going to win the Super Bowl. So I think Aaron Rodgers is still going to get there. That's my thought. But, man, if we saw team, see team Tom Brady, TB12, in the Super Bowl, that would be crazy. New England would shit themselves that would just be terrible for New England, honestly. You know, I'd love it. It'd yeah. be great for us. So, but anyway. Uh, yeah. Shout out everybody in the comments. Comments were strong today, man. Bowen Big Time is always in there providing the flavor. Everybody was jumping in there. It was great to have everybody. Bethany was in there. Brad was in there. You know, uh, you know, everybody rocking out the comments. You know, my man AP in the comments. So, you know, appreciate you all. Uh, anything else before we get out of here? I got nothing else, man. Love you. Love everybody. Thanks for coming yeah. tonight. Stay safe and, and uh, you know, do your part. Be a patriot. Be loving and kind to everybody that you come across. That's the only thing you can do, right? Be, be, be a good person. See you guys next week. Peace. Peace out.